You're listening to The Attitude Zone with Dr. J. Hello, friends. Welcome back to The Attitude Zone. I am your host, Dr. J, Dr. Jose Rodriguez. I'm excited to be back. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about a, a good topic. I, I think it's a good topic if you're a leader. It is a topic of uh, high importance, of course. Uh, as you guys know, I, I did get my, my education. My, I, I guess my expertise is in the area of leadership. And I, I really like teaching about that and, and helping people become better leaders. And for that reason, I, I want to be able to uh, teach on that today. Um, however, before I begin, I, I do want to give a couple of shout outs, you know, to some of my loyal listeners, some of my friends, some of the people that have been watching me. I, I know I have I have a son in the faith who always listens to my broadcast, Byron, Byron Martin. So thank you, Byron, for listening. I do have uh, listeners in France, and uh, I want to uh, express my gratitude uh, to them, and thank you so very much for listening to the podcast. Also, you guys heard my little intro, the music there. That is uh, my nephew, LJH. He he does music. You know, so he, he's coming up with some new lessons. If you want to learn piano, you know, I, I think he's going to start with piano. He plays all the instruments, but he's going to start with piano. If you want to do that, he would be a great person to that can help you become a better pianist. Also, if you are looking for graphics, if you've gone to my website, theattitudezone.drjgrod.com, you look at the the logo there. He created my logo for the podcast and as well as my Dr. J.G. Rod Services logo. He, cre- he created that and he just does incredible work, professional work. So if you need some work done in those areas, anyone, if you have a podcast out there and you need artwork, he would be the person to do it. And you can reach him at Tito, T-I-T-O at arise210.org. Tell him Dr. J sent you, and he'll hook you up. He'll help you out uh, with uh, whatever it is that you are working on, maybe some intro music uh, for your podcast or some artwork for your podcast. Also, I have a dear friend of mine, a lifelong friend. Uh, he is an attorney, so if you ever have an accident or need an attorney, uh Call LM, LM Attorneys, LM Associates. Well, I just call him David, but uh, he would be a great person to uh, that can help you with that. Email me at Taz, T-A-Z-P-O-D, TazPod210 at gmail.com, or you can email me at theattitudezone at drjgrod.com, and I can then send you the information for him. Uh, another friend, again, just just shout outs before I begin uh, our podcast today, is MTZ, MTZ Hunting Uvalde. MTZ Hunting Uvalde. If you love to hunt, 
uh, deer, dove, whatever it is. You know, I'm not exactly sure which season it's in right now, uh, but he has a ranch uh, somewhere like four or five hundred acre ranch. And you can go. My friend, my other friend does the guide of the hunting guides and all that. He can teach you everything there is to know about about that. So, you know, look him up. Send me an email. Uh, if you need more information, as always, also send in, send me an email if you are uh, wanting you know to hear any type of subject, any su- type of topic uh, that that coincides with uh, what we are doing with what the the premise of this podcast is, and that is to explore and develop the right attitude for life and success. If you think there's something that can help people, please do send me an email. But Today, let's get to. <laughs> yeah, I told you I got a couple of new toys. I got the power. That's what we want to talk about today. We want to talk about power. You know, power is a, is a very intoxicating uh, thing. It, it's if you are in any position of leadership, uh, in any position of leadership, you'll always have power. Uh, right. And it's intoxicating. Some people search and look out and pursue positions because of power, because they're able to tell someone else what to do. Well, let me tell you that power is a lot more than just telling people what to do. Power is a lot more than just telling people what to do. And we, we need to be better leaders for power. Here, you know, I've been doing some research and there's a couple of things that I want to share with you today. One of them, here's a, what is it? Two, four, six, seven ways that a person has power. Again, these are seven ways that a person has power. Number one is the power of position, the power of position. That is the formal authority that comes from a person's title or position, you know, pretty self-explanatory. So if you have a position, if you are the CEO, you're the manager, the supervisor, you are, you know, the dad, the mom, you're the teacher, you're the HOA president, you know, any position that, that you have, that comes with a measure of power. And, you know, that, again, that can be intoxicating. There's another area. uh, There is the power of charisma and this influence that's generated by a leader's style or persona. You know, in other words, people like you. So you have a lot of power. You have a lot of power to influence. Then there is uh, the power of of relationships is the influence that leaders gain through their either formal or informal relationships, networks, you know, that is also a type of power that individuals get. Another one would be the power of information. You know, what you use, uh, for example, evidence to make an argument not just opinions, but, you know, when you begin to make factual claims, (laughs) you know, and you're, you're placing evidence in it. Here's an important one. Uh, This is an important one. The power of expertise. That's the influence that you have 
from developing and communicating specialized knowledge. So uh, it's not just because I said so, <laughs> uh, but it's because you became an expert. And someone said that, it, I believe it was Abraham Lincoln that said, you know, that you become an expert because you have uh, made all the errors possible and have corrected them or something to that effect. So, you know, expertise is a great thing. Now, here's something that parents probably use quite a bit, and that is the power of punishment. That is the ability uh, to sanction or punish someone for their actions or for not meeting the expectations, right? And another one, another one that parents will use is uh, the power of reward. That is, if you do what I tell you to do, you get something in return. Uh, so these are some of the things that I found as I was researching a little bit more about power so that I can come and talk to you uh, about it. Uh, and while I was in school, while I was studying my PhD, we went through you know a number of different uh, theories and uh, findings that other scholars have made concerning not just leadership, but for example, emotional intelligence, power, you know, just different things. And John French and we call it the French and Raven, they found power, types of power, five types of power. In the early 60s, 1960s, they concluded that uh, there are five types of power in leadership. Uh, and one of them, uh, number one was, co or not number one, but one of them is coercive. Another one is reward. Another one's legitimate, expert, and referent power. And those are what I want to focus on today. Uh, you know, because power comes to any person, as I mentioned earlier, if you have a position, if you have a position, then, um, there's going to be a measure of power that is attached to you. Uh, but you have to be careful with how you use your power, how you use your influence, especially as leaders. If you want, if you want people to continue to follow you, if you want people to respect you, it has to go far beyond just having uh, the position, having the title. You want to be able uh, to have the trust you want to be able to have the trust that people will continue to follow you regardless of the changes that you may be suggesting or wanting. That is the area of uh, my expertise when it comes to leadership and change. So make sure that you use power the proper way. Here's a, here's a way, you know, that that can that has been abused, I, I would say, and that's reward. Uh, reward power. Uh, reward power needs followers to believe that the leader is going to reward you for something that you do. If you do it the way they tell you to do it, then it'll the leader will reward you in some way. Maybe give you a raise. Uh, maybe you, maybe let you go out. <laughs> you know, if it's your parents, maybe they'll let you go out somewhere. But it, it's important uh, to understand that if the follower doesn't see that you have. Uh, the ability to reward them, 
then you have no power in that in that regard. You lose your power, uh, which then can lead to more of a coercive power. Uh, and this is where the leader needs the followers to believe the leader uh, that if they don't do what the leader says, they're going to be punished. And this is where many leaders live. This is where many people with power live. This is what they practice most of the time. And this is really the, the focus of, of this podcast is talking about that coercive power. If you have power, you really don't have to uh, manipulate anyone or coerce anyone. Power is not about getting people submitted to you. Power is about having influence over people. Unfortunately, there's many people that use their position to try to manipulate others or to coerce them. So that is where we get coercive power because you want people to believe that if they don't do what you say, they're going to be punished. They're going to be demoted. They're going to be fired. You know, whatever it may be. So it can be, it can be very intoxicating to have power and have people's futures in your hands. For example, let, let's school. Let's just take school, sports for one. If you're the captain of the football team, uh, you have a measure of power. Not only do you have uh, positional power, but you can exercise coercive power. Uh, if your receiver, for example, and you're, he, the, the quarterback doesn't like you, he may not throw you the ball just because he can. Unless you tell everyone that he's the best quarterback in the world, then you get in his good graces and, and he's able to do, throw you some passes. That's, type, that's the type of course of power that exists in most, in most places. You know, so we have to be careful with how we use our power. We can't be coercing people, manipulating people, and making them think that without us, they're not going to accomplish anything. Think of an abusive relationship. You know, whoever the abuser is lets the other person or makes the other person think that as long as they are in the picture, they're able to succeed. But without them, they won't be able to accomplish anything. That's coercive. That's a type of abuse. So many people endure abuse in the hands of leaders. It, it could be in any level. You got a position. Now you're the section leader. Now you're uh, in charge of five people. And, you know, in order to, if you think that you are impressing the actual leader, the coach, the band director, the HOA representative, you know, the president, it doesn't matter. But you get this position of leadership and then people start using it to coerce others, you know, to make them, you know, in essence, punish them if they don't do what you want them to do. I don't consider that to be legitimate leadership. I just think that it's coercive and unfortunately it does exist, but it's not a way to be effective. It's not a way to be effective. Here's le legitimate power. For example, one of, again, French Raven's five areas of power, legitimate power, it needs followers 
that believe that the leader has the right to instruct them. So I, I'm a I'm a pastor at church. So it, legitimate power says, you know, I'm the pastor, and therefore leaders have to listen to what I'm t- talking to them about. That's, in essence, you know, I, I, again, I'm generalizing it, uh, but it, it is legitimate power. You have a right to speak. The president of the United States has legitimate power. Many people won't listen. Many people will listen. Whichever side you stand on, he still has legitimate power because he has a legitimate position. He didn't just take it because he wanted it. There were people that respected him enough and voted him into position. You became a dad, uh, a mom. There is legitimate power because you didn't just choose to go and, you know, tell people what to do. You have a legitimate reason why you're doing this with your children, why you're telling them uh, or instructing them or giving them direction or guidance. There's a legitimacy to it. Uh, and here, here's the slippery slope is that those in legitimate power where they're not accomplishing what they want to accomplish will eventually f- slide into coercive. They start threatening you with punishment. They start threatening you with, with sanctions, if you will. So that their legitimacy becomes more coercive or their legitimacy becomes more rewarding. In other words, just do what I tell you and I'll give you five dollars. Just do what I tell you and you can go out on the weekend. Just do what I tell you and things will be good for you. It becomes more of a reward. So, you know, here with a legitimate power, it can slide in either direction. And, you know, the way I see it, it it can slide in either direction. You can become very coercive or you can become more of a rewarding. Referent power is is something that I like in, in the sense of followers believe that the leader has good qualities, great character. These are all, again, proper leadership styles, right? These are, let me rephrase that. These are legitimate power. These are reasonable ways to have power. So we have reward. We have coercive power. We have legitimate power. And now it's, you know, just a couple of seconds on referent power. And that is you believe the follower believes in the leader. Uh, They have good character. They have good qualities, desirable qualities, maybe good behavior. And this is a great thing because you're not pushing. You're not pushing your position around. You're not pushing your title around. You're not telling people you do it because dad said so. (laughs) I've done that. I've done. I, I've told my kids. Well, you know, they ask, "Well, why not, Dad? Because Dad said so, you know. Because Mom said so. Because we said so." <laughs> and you know, I think it's it's a joke. It's a meme, as the kids call it nowadays. But referent power doesn't do that. Referent power, in other words, leads by example, and followers see the results, the fruit of that leader. And they appreciate that leader's honesty, integrity, character, uh, way of life, behavior, the spouse, the children, how they act. They appreciate that about that leader 
So what they do is that they follow him. They give themselves over into that power. So I believe that the most productive and most effective way would be to have referent power, not, not the type of power that you push on people. Here's a second one that I, you know, is a close second to referent power in my humble opinion, and that is expert power. In other words, followers will believe that you're an expert in an area. So once again, we have reward, coercive, leg legitimate, referent power, and now we have expert power. That means that followers believe that you are the authority in a given subject. So, and this is, again, you're not pushing your position because your expertise does that on its own. If you go to a brain surgeon, she can speak to you about the brain and how, you know, the many facets of the brain or whatever, and you will listen because he is the expert in the area. He has expertise in that area. Too often, uh, you know, I found this commercial pretty funny. I, I think it was a commercial. There was a commercial of a guy that says, stay in your lane, bro. <laughs> if you're not the expert in an area, stay in your lane. Stay in the lane that you are an expert for. Too often, we're following jacks of many trades, experts of none. And that's when we get in trouble. So, you know, we can all have expertise. We can all have knowledge of different items. You know, I know how to change a tire. I know how to change the oil, but in no way am I an expert mechanic. So if someone's car were to break down, you know, I could tell them, well, I'll change your tire. <laughs> I'll change your oil, but I'm not an expert. I may be a jack of some trades, but I'm not an expert in the, in that area. So I don't have the expertise to influence anyone in that area. Even, for example, even my PhD, I have my expertise in a certain type of leadership. Uh, that's my expert expertise. I can speak with authority in those areas. But just because I have a PhD doesn't mean that I know brain surgery. So I have to stay in my lane. So this is the, the second thing that, that I really believe is powerful as far as leadership, because you don't need to push your weight around. You don't need to try to dominate people or coerce them or manipulate them because your expertise does that for you. You have a measure of expertise that people will submit themselves freely to that and listen to what you are saying. The same goes with referent power. And unfortunately, we have too many people that live, as I mentioned, in the coercive type of power. It is, it's conveyed, you know, when you coercive, you're, it's, you're threatening people that they're going to lose their job. You're threatening somebody that they're not going to be able to play. You're threatening you you become more of a i would say lead with a lead, lead with a hammer 
You know, it's like, you, you, you're, I'm going to punish you if you don't do what I'm telling you to do. That's coercive. And that that type of power does have its merits. That type of power may may produce some results. But let me tell you, it's not going to it's not going to be lasting results. The power is of, obtained through threatening others. So there's no relationship. There's no relationship that is built. So I again, I believe that one of the most effective ways to have uh, power is through relationships. Coerciveness does not build relationships. Coerciveness destroys relationships. You know, think of a boyfriend and girlfriend. When one of them says, well, if you love me, you know, we've heard that oftentimes. If you love me, that's being coercive. That's being coercive. That, that's telling someone that you can prove your love the way I want you to prove it. You can prove that you are with me by, you know, doing what I'm telling you to do. That just doesn't work. It's not a very good way to lead others. Again, uh, reward power then is when I give you bonuses, when, you know, always showering you with praise or, you know, raises or, you know, whatever it may be. You do something great. I, you know, I go and clap for you and announce it to everybody. And if that's the type of follower that you want to become, then when the leader stops doing that, then you stop following that leader. And that is a dangerous uh, way to exercise power as well or not maybe not dangerous but not as effective Uh, legitimate power has a little bit more of a grip on things uh, because you do have a title you do have a position and the the problem again with that is that you begin to push your weight around i'm the boss i'm the manager i'm the dad and it doesn't go across as as effectively i I hope this is helping you because i I really want you to become the best type of leader that you can be Uh, and the best type of leader that it can that you can be doesn't necessarily coerce other people but it's more personal in nature so then you become an expert in an area and you speak from that perspective from your own experiences you know, I've often had conversations with my children and they've asked, well, dad, how was this? How was ABC? Maybe drinking and going to parties and things like that. And I, I give them my expert opinion, not expert because I know everything there is to know about partying, but expert because I've been there. I have done it. I have called it in the past. I call it the Moses principle. The only reason why Moses was able to lead the Israelites out of Egypt is because he himself had gone out. So if you're an expert, then you're able to speak from that perspective. If you don't know it, then stay in your lane. If what you know has nothing to do with the subject, stay in your lane. Um, so, you know, we, we need to be aware of the type of power that we have. We got reference power, right? And that is the best. I believe it's being trusted and respected because of who you are.
You're a person of high character, integrity. You're a person that cares for people, that is compassionate, referent. People look up to you and they willingly submit to your authority. They willingly submit to your direction and guidance and instruction. So I know there's a lot that we covered here and I'll probably come back next week. I do want to keep my podcast at about 30 minutes. So I offered you a lot of information today on power and I'm going to come back next week and we're going to be talking a little bit more about this because I, I believe it is we're nearing here the uh, election. This is something that you're going to be hearing a lot. Power, influence. You, you know, I, you know, I use both terms interchangeably. Power and influence pretty much have the same thing. So I, I trust that you continue to listen. Please help me out. Send this information over to your friends. Let them know about uh, the podcast, The Attitude Zone. I am thrilled to be your host. I'm thrilled to have all of your list, all, all of you listening to me. I've, you know, I've seen the the number of downloads increase, and I couldn't do this without you, my listeners. So I trust that uh, you can help me with that. Invite others to listen to my podcast. Go to my website, theattitudezone.drjgrod.com, and uh, we can give you a little bit more information. You can see a little bit more information here pretty soon. I'm going to be posting all of my blogs on there on my website as well, drjgrod.com. I'll have more. What we talk about here, I'll have it in print for you as well there. I have a, a book coming out, so be on the lookout for Authentic Faith, the practice of an authentic believer, practices of an authentic believer. So be on the lookout for that. And as always, I do appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much for being part of my, my broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Go share it with someone. I hope that you have a wonderful week trust that you're going to be safe out there practice caution and we will see you again next week until then have a great day be blessed